This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. You're at the right place. Right place. At the right time. You found the number one podcast. Number one podcast. That entertains that space between your ears. We invite you to relax, pull up a chair, and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. Hi, this is Rebecca from the Arab Animation. Um, you're listening to the Mousecapades Podcast. Hey, this is Matt from Star Tours. You're listening to the Mousecapades Podcast. This is Amanda from Disney Junior and you're listening to the Mousecapades Podcast. Hello, this is David from Star Tours, and I just helped a Nick's son build his very first lightsaber. Hi, this is Marco, so by Star Tours. I don't listen to podcasts often, but when I do, I listen to Mousecapades. Good Saturday morning, everybody. This is Vicki, and Nick's here with me, and we're going to do some rumors and some news and a little bit of history. We're sorry that we haven't been putting as much stuff out because it is summer, and it is crazy, as I'm sure it is for all of you guys. So we're going to try to do a better job and get some more stuff out there for you. So please be watching for updated podcasts on Facebook and Stitcher Radio, and I'm thinking of the other one, and it went right out of my head. Thank you. Instagram, Insta. Yeah, so rumors and news. Um, yeah, it's it's a great Saturday morning here. It's going to be like 90 degrees here in STL, well, where you're at. Um, we are pre-recording this, but I'm at Whiteman Air Force Base. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm enjoying my time yet right now or not. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nick's sick of uh, two jobs. Actually, you have three jobs, right? Yeah, so I work. Too much, I guess? I don't know. This is a job, so this count is four? Yeah, we don't get paid for this, though. True. This is just in the fact of you we guys listening. We get paid in likes. Yep, thank you. So feel free to like away so that we feel like we're getting some payment. Yeah. Uh, we noticed our... Or constructive criticism. I love that. I, when Dave was on with us, first time we got our uh, very first piece of hate mail, I, I walked uh, over to his office and said, hey, um, or his classroom, I should say. Right. <laughs> hey. We've hit the big time. <laughs> We've got our first piece of hate mail. So bring it on too. Don't care. But uh, yeah, if you guys up? have ideas for sure, just send them to us because we have lots of ideas going through our head, but you might want something else and we're happy to research that and see if we can do better for you. And hopefully by now I have won the Mega Millions lottery. You have? No, I, Hopefully. I don't know. I don't know. I don't play the lottery, so it'd be a little hard for me to win. Once a year, and it's usually when the lotto is up to like four or five hundred million. So, anywho, so let's get into some news. What do you got for us? Well, this is just um, a continuation of that sad story about the little boy Lane who Uh, had gotten killed by the alligator. And you had mentioned this to me that you saw the article too. Uh, They found out this week from the dad that there were actually two alligators involved. And uh, I'll let you speak on that because I know you read the article or even just keep talking. No, you're fine. I mean, I don't mind. You can you can talk about it. Um, You you read what I what I initially read. Right. So when the boy was taken under by the one alligator and the dad went in to save him, another alligator actually came up and it said bit him. And so when the fire department arrived on the scene, They said that they literally had to make the dad get in the ambulance, which obviously we would all be like that if that was our child. But they were concerned, I guess, of the depth of the bite, and they Mm -hmm. needed to get him checked out to make sure. I don't know how badly he was bleeding. Maybe he was bleeding profusely, and they were worried about him. So 
Um, very sad story. Um, yeah, the boy was found just 15 uh, yards yes, from the shoreline. 15 line. yards and six feet down, they yeah, said. Yeah, six feet. So, I mean, right there, you know? I mean, it makes you feel like you could have saved Crews were searching everywhere. Right. On Bay Lake. And it was and right there. Yeah. So, this raises the question what was Disney doing prior to this? to avoid something like this happening. Well, according to like the Today Show, the guys that they were interviewing, the Wildlife Association, they would just call them if they saw alligators getting close to the resorts and they would come and remove them. Um, See, I heard two things. That, that sometimes they would be removed or monitored. And it sounded like from every, or not sound like, it looked like from the various articles I had read uh, coming out of Reedy Creek that they were mainly just monitored. Like they knew about them, of them, and they would monitor them. Now when they would get too close or show that they were being too aggressive towards uh, guests, then they would finally remove them. Right. But so here then, now Disney's just now putting out these alligator uh, and snake signs, I guess, at all these resorts and putting up fences. Um, if, if they're being monitored, I don't know, like why all of a sudden, I guess... To me, I look at this Disney being probably one of the largest companies in the world. Right, right. And you're dealing. With, how could you miss this? I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand. It's got me scratching my head. I don't know, but now we're taking things like we had told. We had said before that they took part of the Jungle Cruise um, monologue away, or the little yeah. skit that they're supposed to do. And then you were telling me that TikTok Croc is out of the parade. Yep. And what else? Something with Princess Frog? Princess and the oh, Frog? Oh, yeah. I don't know that yeah. character as well. So these alligators and, and crocodiles have been taken out. I find it ridiculous, to be honest with you, because, I mean, granted, and this is horrible as well, but, you know, people have passed away on rides, and they shut down the ride for the day when someone passes away on the ride, but they don't, like, take the ride out. Right. You know? So exactly. Yeah. I don't... I, I think... I, maybe they'll come back later. I don't know. Is this Disney just being PC right now and they'll bring them back later? Or are they out indefinitely? If they are out indefinitely, I mean, shame on you. I don't even think the parents of this little boy expected that, right? Right. I, I think that's well, going a little too far. Yeah, because there's bear attacks all the time. And think about all the bear characters there are at Disney, like Winnie bear. the Pooh. Bears attack, not on Disney property, but I'm saying. If they took out everything, <laughs> I'm saying if they took out everything that a ever, dinosaur rolls in and there goes Arlo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That we could get crazy just knocking so out. So this, so this segues into because of this uh, incident, private fishing is no longer allowed at Walt Disney World. So before guests could, I guess, fish off the side. I know you could always pay for excursions and stuff like that. But since this deadly alligator attack, two, I might tell you. Um, private fishing no longer allowed. Well, I didn't ever really want to fish there. It didn't look like the cleanest of water. Oh, what you got? Uh, no, no, no. No, that's the next story. I, no, it never did. You know, Dave and I used to joke all the time because we, we love the Polynesian. So do you. And every time yes. Dave and I would head out there, we'd have to eat at Ohana's. And we'd walk down. This is before the villas were constructed. But we'd walk down on the beach. And I remember Dave joking with me all the time when I'd have my feet in the water and stuff. Watch out, there might be an alligator that comes and gets you. You know, like, he'd joke about it. We but never even, even thought about it, though. Really? So even, we would joke about it all the time. And so, like, it was on our minds, because it's just, I think that's just the common sense thing. You know, like, there are alligators, you know. You're in their territory. Yeah, we're in their environment. So, yeah. 
someone, I mean, who dropped the ball on this for real? I mean, Dave and I have also talked in years past. There are no really signs up there saying. Right, right. And I'm not just saying Absolutely. that. And I'm not just saying that because the the whole backlash that there's no signs around the resorts. I'm being honest. That was a topic of discussion a time or two when I was down there. You know, something well, is dangerous. You think they should anyway. have something. And I I believe I once did say if it's the it I would have put I would put fences up. And this is going back a few years. When we uh, when they started construction on the bungalows there at the or the villas at Polynesian Resort, I can remember uh, telling Dave, "I'm shocked they don't have fences up, you know, because it would be so easy for, for sure. an alligator to come up." And I'm not just saying that; I actually we actually discussed this, and I mean it's been some years now, a handful of years, and then finally something happens. But um, so if, if guests are talking about it, like myself. Surely the employees are talking well, about it. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Would you want to help build any more bungalows if you knew now that someone has died in that Bay Lakes area? I mean, I... Oh, yeah, that's not going to stop me. I mean, um... No, just... would you physically go in that water? Because somebody... Oh, go in the water? Yeah, somebody had to go in there and put those help put those posts in. And... I haven't gone in the water since Dave was joking about it uh, back in but 2012. But I'm saying some employee did. Because back... Well, yeah, he had to to put the fence. Well, I don't so... think they weren't in the water. They're up on the beach, the shoreline. And they can Defense. get the things in. Because, I don't know. I don't know how to make so, a, fin- anywho, a, bit, a bridge no, or a I haven't or... put my feet in that water since, let's see here. Um, it was December. I know exactly the date. December of 2012. I don't know. Anywho, let's move let's on. Let's move on, yes. What do you got? Oh, um, I didn't realize this was being built at Disney Springs. They're op- they opened the Coca-Cola store. Which yeah. is pretty cool. I mean, the architecture on this thing. Looks amazing. Um, this looks like something you might draw. So, yeah. So, they, yeah, definitely Disney's not going to Pepsi. <laughs> they just opened up the Coca Cola. Yeah, what store. was that deal? What are you talking that about? That was a story that came out of Disney. That was some, that, I don't know. You were. Oh, uh, you were saying you were going to check in. We need to check into that, listeners. Um, It might be just at Disneyland, and that's why we were confused. Oh, that's why I brought it up to you because it looks like it may be just a Disneyland thing. I don't know what how much validity was to that story, but yeah, the new Coca Cola store opening up. And rooftop beverage bar at Disney Springs. This is so cool, though. This um, oh, the in the inside, how it looks like the bubbles, like the fizz. And yeah, the, the bubbles fizz from, from the your, soda from is just soda. Gla- they get, like glass that they have hanging from the ceiling. It's pretty on the inside. It looks kind of. You should cool. Google it if you want to see more in detail before you can be able to get there for your next trip. So, I wonder what the intent, like just another shopping, I guess, center or store with Coca Cola products, I guess. I, they had this in Atlanta, and um, I actually never got to go there, but my parents did. They said it was really cool. I, I They got to take a little tour, too, and it doesn't – I read the article, but I didn't see anything about that where – you know, because in Epcot, you can taste those different flavors of soda, mm-hmm. Coca-Cola sodas. So um, Well, it's, it's a little bit of – yeah, it's everything from around the world, which uh, right. I dare any listener to take a shot of Beverly twice. It, it Some of it, those are nasty. It, oh, the Beverly soda, I believe it's from Italy. It's a white soda, so you, you're like, oh, you it kidding. can't it can't be too bad, and yeah, it's awful. John a soda from Italy. Yeah, John dared me uh, to, to take a <laughs> to take one, and uh, I did, and I would not do a second one. It's bad. Now Scott from the Florida Plunge, I think, did three or four in a row, and he talked about it on our podcast when he came on last year. Um, so check him out. 
for the plunge initiative anywho check out the beverly it's awful but this coca-cola store getting back to it in the inside they have a 30-foot chandelier made out of uh i guess repurposed bottles uh coca-cola bottles right right that are hanging from the ceiling as well and this looks really cool i wonder you know i have not been there i'm looking at the site right now it doesn't look like they have any type of food or anything well, by the time um, this airs, they're going to have just, alcoholic beverages. It it's says. just a beverage bar. So, I don't know. Anywho, it's it's pretty cool. It, the building itself, if you look at it, it's got it's that 20-esque feeling. It's modeled after the 1920s, uh, like, a, like a 1920s bottling plant. Very cool. Which is neat. Um, let's see here. Uh, we talked about <laughs> one thing we forgot to talk about, talking about the alligators. Sorry, I do want to bring this up again one more time. You had mentioned to me uh, last week, and we were talking about, uh, was it Tom Sawyer Island? Yeah. Is that in the middle there of Liberty, uh, where the Liberty Bell goes around? Yes. Okay. And I had mentioned, wow, I, I really want to get out there. I totally forgot. I missed it last time on my trip out there last month. Um, but it'd be a great place for just walking the trails. Right, uh, right. With Colin, and you had mentioned that it's probably, or no, you'd heard that they have the cleanest restrooms. Well, yeah. And that's probably because no one really goes to the island. I don't know, but they said they were clean and, and well taken care of. So now there are alligator warning signs inside in the Magic right, Kingdom. Right, right. And they're posted, and it has a picture here of, you know, uh, Tom Sawyer Island. Uh, they're posted through Frontierland and Liberty Square, which makes sense. Well, it's just it just makes me wonder if they're doing that to be safe. Danger. Alligators and snakes in area. Stay away from the water. Do not feed the wildlife. <laughs> I always thought that was crazy that people fed the wildlife. Anyway, um, why would you do that? Right. <laughs> here, alligator, come here and eat my chicken fingers. What do you got for us? <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. Okay, so we're a week into Frozen Ever after being open. You know, your favorite ride. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and at 9, 10, a week after the ride had opened, it was already 120, so two hours. Two hours away, 10 minutes after the park opened. Yeah, we were talking about this last week, and it got up to 300 minutes. Yes. Um, insane. I would not wait in a, in a line to ride uh, a It'll ride. Take five even, hours of your day. It, I just wouldn't do it. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. I would definitely get on YouTube and watch it. And I mean, and I did. I did the POV, uh, I guess, clip on YouTube of it the day it launched. Like within hours, someone had posted a video. Um, probably within minutes. I just didn't happen to see it until hours afterwards. But I, w it was cool, but I really wasn't all that impressed. So you'd be willing to wait. It, and also, if you take a fast pass, it's still a fifteen to twenty minute wait. Well, that's fast not bad. Pass. I don't well, think that's, that's not bad considering the line. Now, the one thing that I found interesting was, and I didn't realize this because, of course, I have not done my fast passes for Christmas. Can't do those till October. So. Um, they, because they moved, we talked about this in our last episode, they moved Elsa and Anna there. They're not doing fast passes for that. Apparently, the way that the lines leave the ride go many different ways, and they can lead out to Anna and Elsa, and it's not making people wait more than 15 or 20 minutes for that, which they thought was a good thing, which I would agree. Well, because that's sometimes, awesome, yeah. Sometimes you see a two-hour wait to see Anna mm -hmm. and Elsa when it was behind the uh, Magic Kingdom. I mean, behind Cinderella's This Castle. way it's a controlled flow for right. people. So that's what basically what they said. But they do have water stations now because, it, of course, we're in the heated months and they got to make sure that people aren't dehydrated. But um, 
they're trying some different things and they feel like it's going faster now. Of course, the rides had some kinks, which you talked about in the last episode. Um, but with that's going to be... With, off stopping, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be with everything, though. I think there's always going to be some kinks in, in something new. But So, Disney's Pop Century, it's a resort that I want to stay at. I love um, that one. I've talked to a lot of people that have stayed there. I see a lot of Instagram posts. And it's just right across the waterway from Art of Animation. So, every year, my wife and I would see... Disney's Pop Century. Matter of fact, we've ordered a couple pizzas, and that's where they actually come from, is Pop Century. So they deliver from across the bridge and come over to the AOA. Um, But here's a sad story, and if I was this little boy's father, hold me back. You would have to cuff me, um, lock me up, because I would be going after this man. So a boy claims he he was groped in in the pool at Disney's Pop Century. And not just once. Yeah, not just once. If it was just once, you would have thought. So a man, so a man who apparently was between the ages of thirty to forty, I guess, grabbed the kid's uh, rear end uh, up to three times while he was swimming. I went onto the Orlando Sentinel trying to look at what the Orange County Sheriff's uh, Office had. You know, what, what, what were their findings in the investigation? But they have not released anything, nothing at all. And this happened. On July June, 3rd. No, yeah. June 3rd. This happened on June 3rd. But we're just hearing about it? Yeah, so this happened June 3rd, but still nothing has been released. That's interesting. Very interesting because you have other cases of stuff uh, that are released that same day dealing with Disney. Now, now again, remember that uh, alleged rape case at Disney true. Springs. It Very took a true. year for the Orange County true. To, to finally come out and release the findings. I don't know. When you're in a pool, and I'm not giving this guy an out either, but when you're in a pool, sometimes there's so many... What are you looking at me? No, it doesn't. I know you're going with this, that it's so packed. Yes, no, it is. I, I, they are packed, but I'm not even going to be... I'm not even going to allow room in the discussion for that being a possibility. Regardless if it's packed, I'm sorry. You are conscious of where you are at. I'm saying, what if he was trying to pick his own son up and grab him and throw him or something? Because that's how we used to throw our kids. Three or four times, though? I don't know. I'm just, some I'm else, just saying. Some else kid. Somebody could say that. I, uh, and I think. I'm being the defense. Devil's advocate here. Yes. I'm trying, because when I was swimming with Colin just last month at uh, Disney's, uh, where was I? All-Star Resorts. Yes. Uh, sports. Um. People seem to stay away from one another. You had pods of people in their separate groups. So they didn't. You really didn't have a lot of people just crisscrossing and swimming in the pool. And they didn't It's say like everyone pool. was in their like own little group, a whole bunch of groups within the pool. And I'm trying to think back of years past and other resorts. And it's been the same way, even at like your family resort, like, like, like an art, okay, art of animation right across the bridge there. Even at the Art of Animation and all the pools, you pretty much the family stayed together in their own little pods. Okay. Um, except for down in the kitty inn where you had the kids playing like uh, basketball and stuff like that. But it was just kids. There was no like parents or anything, you know, just the lifeguards were watching them and stuff. So this, um, if, if you're what... in a pool, you directly have to go over to that child. Now, we don't know. There, you know, we don't know anything else. Right. Uh, with this, this is all was this person related to the family? Right. Was it a friend of the family? Right. Or was it a complete stranger? You well, know? and um, I was gonna say that at Pop Century, we've been in the hippity dippity pool, which can get right. very crowded. Um, I, you know, I'm just going by that. 
So, all right, let's can, go can on I to talk, something can nice. I can I talk one more thing real quick? One more thing uh, before you jump into it looks no, like fine. you have what Disney pins. I don't. I was just. Yeah. So you know, you heard me rant and rave about the lack of photo pass cast members walking around the parks, right? Right. And the listeners, you remember me ranting and raving about this, how I went up to a photo pass guy. No, no, I think he found me, and then I kind of I followed him up after he took my photo, and I asked him the question, "Hey, why aren't there more of you walking around?" Remember, he started to talk about, you know, he started to rant a little bit at the lack of. Photo pass members, right. but then but he then caught he himself. himself yeah. He's at work. So here's something that Disney's trying, and this just brings a little validity to my story and what I'm talking about here. This, when I saw this, it blew my mind away because I'm like, holy bejesus, this is exactly what I was talking about. And look at this Disney's photo pass testing stationary cameras at Magic Kingdom. So you will have basically a camera that is fixed, stationary, looking toward like a backdrop. In this case, there's one looking at Rapunzel's tower, right? Which is really bathrooms, by the way, which drives me crazy. <laughs> so, oh, good. So they're gonna have a lot of people walking across that bridge. That's that's, what I'm that's, saying. that's over by where isn't that where like Merida and all of them are kind of hanging? No, 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 no Rapunzel's tunnels in the backside. That's right. It's on the other. These side. are the nice restrooms too. So anywho, well, they are. But so anywho, you're gonna have this fixed stationary camera, and. What you do is, I guess, you just walk up. You walk up in front of Rapunzel's tower right there, and you, you get your picture taken. So I'm wondering, does it sense your fast pass? I mean, your, since your um, their magic band, like it senses you're there long enough for you to take a picture. Well, see, right? You know, this article goes on to state that there's going to be a handler basically there, that's going to help aid. So sort of like self checkout, and you still have that person that you know you always go to self checkout, and it's like please check it with an attendant or something like that. Right, and you're like, right. really, dude? Um, it looks like there's going to be someone there to help you out if you have trouble. So they're not alleviating a the cast per- member. Exactly. So it doesn't really... It makes it more fun if you have a cast member. Because they know. like to make I, those goofy poses like the one they did for us for Christmas last I year. I think this is a great idea. It's a, I, I think it's cool if you had those all over the place. Right. And you would just stand in front of it. Or maybe even, you know, sync your band... And you have like 10 seconds. Just get a picture together. Yeah, right. that'd be good. And then maybe the the, the camera, this would be kind of cool, the camera, the, fix, the fixated camera, will give you a green light when it's taken. You know, maybe it's on red, and then when it finally takes, it gives a green. Yeah. Or it flashes three times before it's going to, so you know. Otherwise, and then you're, you're done. some crazy picture. Yeah, and then you're done, right? Anywho. So, yeah. So blown right. away when I saw, no, I'm just blown away when I saw the story. What do you got? This is for pin trading people. Um... There's a new thing called the Pin Quest Scavenger Hunt. Um, to me, it sounds like another way to make some money. Okay. But, um, so you need an adventure starter kit, which starts at $15. Okay, so that's just the startup. That's your lanyard pouch, your clue decoder, and your map. And then each time you want to buy a clue card, it's another $9.99. A clue card? Yeah, a clue card for the next part of the puzzle. And you can keep getting these until you get done with the puzzle and then at the end the final one is to get the final pin is $4.99 but it doesn't say oh six clue cards so up to $60 so you pay $15 for the starter kit plus $60 um because you need $9.99 for each of the six clue cards so let me get this straight so it's a it's 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 a treasure hunt with pins yes is it is that what it is yeah no that's what it is see this is clue number five you pay for it it's $9.99 you get a pin with the clue so I guess you end up with 
seven pins in the end because you start with one, then you get six clues, and then you end with the final one that says that you were the quest ear. You were That's the one. That's kind of... I like that because it's interactive. It's not, you're not just buying a pin to put on your lanyard. True. So it's sort of like a display of a badge of honor. You know, if you have them on your right. lanyard, you've done X, Y, and Z. You know, you've gone on the quest, you know? That's and this is only cool. within Magic Kingdom. This is, that's where they're starting it. That's neat. That's neat. So I just thought it was cool because Joey was always my pin guy. So, and for anybody out there that likes to do pins as well. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, all right, so let's so where could I go real quick here? Okay, so Cali River Rapids uh, over at Animal Kingdom, they're testing single rider lines. Right. So just yeah, yay! Just wanted to mention that. Um, but you have to be at least seven. Oh just, yeah, yeah. I forgot they have to be at least seven years old. I'm well, sure there's a height a, requirement. Well, I'm sure, but I'm just so, saying so people know ahead of time. So here's something that I heard last week, and I wasn't going to report on it because I didn't know if it was legit or not. And then more articles come out of this. This is still rumor because Disney hasn't commented on this yet, but it's big, it's getting more and more buzz on social media. There's a rumor that the, uh, the universe, the universe of energy, right there in Epcot, right? Right. Where you have Mission Space. Yes. That a lot of people won't ride anymore because no, it's just. No, because you get sick. Right. So Guardians of the Galaxy is rumored to take over Universe of Energy. Right. That's just a rumor. So we still have no finalization. Have you seen the movie Guardians of the Galaxy? Please tell me you have. It's an awesome movie. They're so coming you really out want me to lie to you? No, you have. Kaylee's seen it. You have you? No. Okay, so your 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 daughter has seen it. I'm sure your son has. Your husband? All of them have okay. seen it. I'm the loser. I stayed home. All right, loser. So, um, why though? It's such a good movie. Because I'm pretty sure that was when I was still doing my board of it, my trying to do my boards, mm. and then I decided my family was more important. You know, than it's boards. all you know, it's all overrated. So board of it. What are you talking about? Your boards, your your national boards. Yeah, you I have was, your national board certification. I do not have it because my daughter and my son kept asking me when we were going to have family time again. All of us, not oh. just them and dad. That's probably something I'll never go for. Well, I, just, I was, anywho. Yeah. So, so Epcot. Is it turning into? A theme park? Like, I know it's a theme park, it don't get me wrong. Was. I know, but what I mean is, like, more like a ride Six Flags theme park. That's the discussion. If this is true, which I kind of hope it's not, as much as I like Guardians of the Galaxy, I almost think that Epcot needs to fall under, like, some historic doctrine where you can't mess with Epcot unless you go through so many hoops and it's approved by so many organizations and people because you really need to preserve what the idea behind Epcot really is you know yeah we're really getting far away from what Walt wanted Epcot to be right exactly what else do you got um so they they've announced it says they announced the candlelight processional the narrators that come you know they're famous people they're usually actors and stuff that come I'm okay. going to read them to you in a second. I'm just sad because they really don't have the full lineup. Is Morgan done. Freeman going to be one of them? I don't think so. No, he doesn't. I can listen to that man's voice all The thing all that's long. interesting to me is some of them that are on here because... That and Bob Ross. They don't sound like somebody... This does not sound like somebody to me that would, you know, necessarily... Oh, I would not want to hear... Pat, Neil Patrick Harris. Heck yes. yes. Okay, so um, 
so if you go if you're going November 25th through the 27th, Stephen Curtis Chapman, which Brad was lucky enough to hear him the very first Christmas that we went there. Mm-hmm. I got sick and then went back to the room, mm-hmm. but Brad and Kaylee heard him. Then Neil Patrick Harris will be there from November 28th to December the first. Mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg will be there December 2nd and December 3rd. They have yet to announce who will be December 4th through mm-hmm. December 12th, which is interesting to me. Uh, December 13th through the 15th is Meredith Vieira. Who, who is she? Who is she? she is from like the news world. She used to be on Today Show, but I don't, she's not on there anymore. She has like... Uh, she, okay, that's why I don't know her. <laughs> then uh, 12, 16 to 12, 18 yeah. to be announced. And Joe Morton. Who's Joe Morton? Um, Kaylee, look up Joe Morton real quick so we know who that yeah, is. Yeah, look him up. December 19th out. through the 21st will be Joe Morton. And then when I'm there, which I'm kind of stinky about because we like to go there on Christmas Eve. That's our Christmas Eve You don't Eve know thing. yet. Yeah, they don't know yet. But this is pretty cool. I'll put December- in a good word so it's Morgan Freeman for you. We've actually had, um, so Stephen Curtis Chapman was the year Brad went to see, and then we had um, the girl, um, oh, what was her name? Rosalini. She was in that Death Becomes Her movie. She, you know what I'm talking about? The Death Becomes Her movie? She was our person one year. Okay, so Joe Morton was in some movies City of Hope, uh, Lone Star. Judgment Day, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Mice and Men, Speed, uh, What Lies Beneath, uh, Gangster. So it's it looks like he's been in some serious roles. I just don't know the guy. Then the guy last year was on NYPD Blue. I can't think of his name and right now. And then you have Cal Ripken yeah, at the Yeah, Cal end. Ripken's at the very end. Junior, that is. Yes, and he's there until um, the 30th. But if you've never done that, I would encourage you to, especially if you're used to going to a candlelight service mm-hmm. with your family. This is our new candlelight service. The only one I really would not want to listen to because this person's voice just truly annoys me. Like it's like if we still if we still had chalkboards in the classroom, it would be like nails on a chalkboard. That's Whoopi Goldberg, man. I cannot stand that lady's voice. I just think it's interesting. Kaylee, you love that woman, really? Oh, you like her voice? What? Oh my gosh, your daughter's nuts. I just, she's so liberal that it surprised me that she was going to, she would read the Bible story. Oh, I can care. Oh, oh, really? Yes. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. I, I think that doesn't surprise me at all. Well, With Disney, because Disney uses her quite a bit for her narration. I guess there's something in her voice that they love. Um, she made a good hyena. <laughs> that she did because they are annoying. All right, moving on. Um, Epcot is uh, releasing their extra magic hour offerings, and you talked about this last week as well. Some extra hours that are going to be extended. Looks like Frozen Ever After. What a shocker! You have the whole listing over here. Yeah. Okay. You got C's with Nemo and stuff like that. Okay. So, but some of them are not morning and night. So in the morning, extra magic hours, Frozen Ever After, Living with the Land, Royal Summer Husk, Soarin', Spaceship Earth, The Seas with Nemo and Friends, Turtle Talk with Crush, and Test Track are in the early morning. And then evening, you uh, they have more of a selection. So they have uh, Disney Pixar Short Film Festival that we've both encountered and is fun. Frozen Ever After, the um, Three Caballeros that you got to mm-hmm. ride this time that you never had been in there before. Uh, Journey into the Imagination with Figment, Living with the Land, Mission Space, O Canada, The Royal Summer House, Soarin' Spaceship Earth, Test Track. Okay. You get the idea. No, no, it's all good, dude. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to like cut you off, but I am. Because, <laughs> anywho, uh, so a lot of rides. Right? Yeah, just Google it if you want to know which ones are. Because not all of them are in the morning and the night. Some There's more offered for the Epcot Extra Magic Hours at night awesome. than there are in the morning. Where did you get this article? It's a good article. Oh. Um, I look at a different website than you so that we have some differing articles sometimes. I do wdwmagic.com. Got it. You just gave away your, like, 
secret. Your secret power. Well, all to, they have to do is Google to the internet world. I'm sorry. The podcast world. But it's I'll more hurry fun up. To listen to us. We're running around 30 minutes right now, and um, no, 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 you're fine. Stop saying sorry all the time. No, we're fine. Um, I just wanted uh, for the listeners. I really wanted to get them down to like 30 minutes now, so. I will just run through all the stuff that I have left. Pretty cool, right? So you're looking at it. Disney announces that is Wreck- awesome. Yeah, Wreck-It Ralph 2. So basically, it's gonna, it's the sequel coming in 2018. I'm a huge fan of Wreck-It Ralph, the first one. So is my uh, my wife and and Colin. So we cannot wait for that one to come out. Uh, the rumor on Disney Junior uh, putting the 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 Knicks on Doc McStuffins. Doc McStuffins. Well, that was a rumor, but is it? So we don't know. So Disney put out an official word saying, you know, we're so glad that so many people would comment on, on our beloved creation of Doc McStuffins. And as long as there is a toy to be fixed, Doc will be there. But they never did say if it's being canceled or not. They never confirmed or denied if it's being canceled, which started the rumor that the, the fire got hotter. Because now people are saying, well, you never told anyone. You never told the public. Right. If it is or is not, you never came out and said anything. And so far, I haven't seen anything. By the time this airs on Saturday morning, maybe uh, something had come out by then. But people are even more in an uproar because nothing has been said by Disney. They, they gave them nothing. Um, let's see here. We talked about last week, I think, the Muppet characters going to Liberty Square in the Magic Kingdom. Did we talk about this? No, we I did not. I can't remember. We did not. Muppet characters will be coming to the Liberty Square at the Magic Kingdom. Super cool. I, in years past, have not been a Muppet fan, but I'm growing to love them well, as my son the watches. characters, though. Which is what I like. Right. We like the old ones from when we were small. Um, Spooky Adventures. They're going to be three new Haunted Mansion book sets uh, for release. Now, Dave, if you're listening, this is right down your alley. So the there's going to be one book is titled Tales from the Haunted Mansion, The Fearsome Foursome, and it looks like that's going to be the first volume, volume one from the Haunted Mansion series. This looks kind of cool. This does look cool. And very interesting. So I'm going to check this out uh, when it comes out and buy that book It up. doesn't say a, di- a release date yet, though. Um, I didn't oh, it does say set for release. It looks like July 19th is the release date. So... When this comes that's out, coming up. That's yeah, it's coming out. Yeah, um, we got to get Chrissy on. You know, she's a former cast member. If you're a listener, you Love know who Chrissy Dooney is. Dooney and Burke. She has probably one of the largest collections, and I'm not. I'm not just saying this because I know her. She does. She has probably one of the largest collections of Dooney and Burke bags than anyone you than you know. Okay, or did I say that right? Than anyone that you would you would know or personally, per, right? Right, personally, Besides because. The store. <laughs> She probably has enough bags. Actually, she's told me she does. Like, to send her kid to college multiple times. Really? So, I didn't know it was that intensive. So, right. So, she told me that she actually is looking to sell some of those bags. And I've been telling her for, oh my gosh, maybe a year. We need to have you on. Bring your bags over. Let's just talk about some of your bags and the story behind them. What right. what makes you collect all these bags? Is it, not, you know, like for some reason it's not enough for her to have only like 20. So you know? this article also talks about magic bands. Is Dooney and Burke making magic bands as well now? Because I didn't hear this. Yeah, the magic bands. Oh, yeah, the new, the new release of magic bands. Not good for Kaylee to know. So, <laughs> but what are you going to do? Wear it when you're not at the park? Hey, <laughs> yeah. listen, I wore mine when I was wearing my Mickey stuff. What are you talking about? When I wear Mickey shirts and stuff yeah. to school, especially when I first you came back. You wear your magic band? And for I wore my magic band with the oh, sweatshirt because cool. my kids 
my kids that have been to Disney, when they wear their magic t-shirts, or mini, whatever, whatever Disney t-shirt, they always wear their magic bands. That's really all I have for you. Did you have anything else that you wanted no to bring up? No more rumors and sure? news this time, I'm you sure. sure. Okay, I'm all right, and that's all I got for you. So, Vicki, why don't you take us back? And here we go. So, July 3rd, 1947, um, Disney's 1946 feature, Song of the South, is released in Australia. So obviously it released in our country in 1946, but um, this is one of my favorite movies and this is what Splash Mountain is based off of. Have yeah. You, have you ever seen that movie? Once. And it was, dude, I'm telling you, it was a long time ago. I think my parents have a copy of it. You maybe. need to watch it. I love that movie. I miss it. It's got some really great music in there. And despite a lot of historical issues with it, people getting angry about it, it was factual and a really good movie. That's well. That's what America. America. That's that's what the American people want to do today. Is like, let's just like the Germans. Let's destroy our history of what happened in the past of all the things that we do not want to remember. Right. And if that's, you want yeah. history, it comes with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, that's just fact. That's with everything. So I tried to go a little. Uh, but I, I do not say. condone. <laughs> let's go back. I do not condone Song of the South. <laughs> okay. July 4th, 2009, Disney World's revamped Hall of Presidents opens, and among the changes to the classic attraction, which first opened in 1971, is the addition of the audio animatronic figure of the United States President Barack Obama. The new Obama figure was created by the director of sculpture, Valerie Edwards. Now, this is pretty cool. You know, I've never been in it. I know you have. So, the process behind this every uh, United States president meets with the Disney company shortly after being elected and taking office. And they record Disney being they they record the president's voice. They take scans and everything and, and a whole bunch of pictures of the president. Right. Right. And they craft a face of the president and make him into an animatronic. And then when it's all said and done, they invite the president back to come watch it. That's pretty cool. It, I mean, it really it really is well, cool. I mean, what an honor to be the president of the United States, but to also another company like Disney come in and create a modeled animatronic for such a historic and, and pretty cool uh, show. Right, right. Which is what they do for um, uh, the Wax Museum. I cannot think of the name of. They're all over the United States. Thank you, Madame Tussauds. Never been. Uh, we went to the one in Las Vegas, but the that's exactly what they do. They bring them in and they showed a little television. Yeah, there's one in New York. There are other places too. Um, oh, there's one in Branson, Missouri. Anyways, July oh, really? 5th, 1978, Disney's live-action feature Hot Lead and Cold Feet is released into theaters. The comedy about a tough father who's out to take control of a small western town with the help of his twin sons, one a gun flighter and the other one a mild-mannered coward. And um, the, I, again, Don Knotts is in this movie. I went to see this I've at the drive-in. I've never seen this. You, it's one of those slapstick you can go the... Um, like I was saying Mel that Brooks the other film? night when we were watching... Okay. Um, that when we were playing the Disney game with Colin, I told Aaron, you totally need to take him to the library. These, this is a movie that would be in the library. Okay. And he would probably like it because it's goofy. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah, just sure like thing. the little clips that we were watching in Disney the Disney game the other night. July 6, 1925, Walt and Roy Disney put down a $400 deposit on the lot at 2719 Hyperion Avenue in the Silver Lake District of Los Angeles, California. And they planned to build a new animation studio. That single-story building served as the Disney's base for 15 years. Wow, $400. I know, $400. It'd be like $400 billion now, right? Well, I'm looking it up to see the conversion. And when was that? 19, 1925. 1925. So let me go back. I accidentally put 29. Uh, let's see here. In 19, $400 in 1925. What is it worth now? 
What is it worth now? Let's do it. Let's calculate. Oh, that's about five. Okay, it is $5,443.02. That's kind of crazy. Wow. That's all? Really, I would have thought it went up more than that. That's it feels all? Like it. Yeah. Wow. That all was right. the deposit, though. That wasn't the whole... They didn't say that was the whole cost of it. Well, no, no, no. I know, but just the deposit down. I mean, you could sure you, you get the cost later. This is true. All right. So this one I had to do, July seventh, nineteen sixty-three. The movie Summer Magic. It was a a live Disney feature with Haley Mills, which I know you said you don't know who that is, except for Miss Bliss on uh, Saved by the Bell. Was there a lot of uh, Miss Bliss Saved by the Bell? I'm trying. To remember. I remember Saved by the Bell. I don't know Miss Bliss. She was the teacher. And yeah. Burl Ives and Dorothy McGuire, this movie. But the reason I wanted to bring this one up is because after we went to Marceline, this movie yeah. made so much sense to me. Um, they did so much in their barn, like everything, their mm -hmm. imagination and everything that the animal, I mean, the insects sang. Just um, In this movie? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's just really good. And she, um, Haley Mills actually got a Golden Globe for this movie. Okay. It was again a movie I would go to the another movie I have library. Not seen. Another movie that's showing our generation gap right now. Well, but I wasn't born then. My mom introduced. <laughs> I'm giving me to you it. a hard time. But this is how we keep Disney movies going. Is but by the showing... '60s were a good time. Okay. Yep. <laughs> July eighth, two thousand five. <laughs> joint statement from the Walt Disney Company and Roy E. Disney and Stanley P. Gold announced that they've agreed to put aside their differences. And Roy E. Disney rejoins the Disney Company as a consultant with the title of Director yeah. Emeritus. So, yeah, so they had, if, you, if you've listened to some of our podcasts in the past with, uh, oh, geez, I'm trying to remember what the title was of, of this one. We did a specific episode of just the turmoil that took place in the, in the early to mid-90s leading all the way up into 2000 um, between all these important figures that ran the Disney Company and just between greed and, and power-hungry individuals versus of the Hollywood ways versus home-grounded roots of what Disney really wanted. It just it was it was a huge clash. It was like hot and cold front, right, you know, meeting right. together. And uh, finally, after years of, they finally put their differences aside. I technically, I would disagree with this statement. I think that was more PC politically correct political approach. But anyway, go back, look that stuff up. It's a very interesting story. And it looks like you have, what, one more for us? Or yep, a couple more? This okay, is the last what one. do you got? July 9th, 2010, um, the Taste of Africa start Street Party starts at the Animal Kingdom. And they ran it until July, uh, July 24th. But now they have um, African food all the time for sale. This They must have been like trying it out. Like, what are we talking? Like, 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 uh, uh fried. Bananas. Ants and, no. and scorpions or something? No, they they did things differently, like frying bananas. <laughs> and I don't eat this food, but I know some fried people bananas do. aren't bad. I'm allergic to bananas, and I like a fried banana. Eat, eat. I don't like bananas, but anyway, yams. I would say like yams and. Did we uh, just find something I like that you don't? Probably. Wow. I had a lot of bananas as a child. Can't okay. do it. Okay. Just can't. Can eat banana chips though. All right. It's really weird. And that was July when? July 9th, 2010. We're the day that we're airing this little program. Awesome. All right, that about wraps up our podcast. Thanks again for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Vicky and Nick Mouse Capades podcast. If you'd like to follow us, you know, keep following us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher Radio. You can always contact us if you want to be the next guest on the show. You can give us a text at 407-674-0414 or shoot us an email 
at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have a magical day, my friends. I do it that